Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 30th of June. BJP leader Devendra Fadnavis said today that Shiv Sena rebel MLA Eknath Shinde will be the Chief Minister of Maharashtra, Times of India reported. Shinde and Fadnavis are reportedly slated to take oath this evening. The political drama in Maharashtra has reached its end just over a week after it all started. On 21st of June, Shinde and at least 17 other MLAs had gone incommunicado a day after the Mahavikas Aghadi coalition lost one of the six seats it was contesting in the state legislative council elections. Following this, several other MLAs from the party and some of those who were independent joined the rebel faction. Earlier today, Shiv Sena rebel MLA Deepak Kesarkar said that his faction did not intend on disrespecting party chief Uddhav Thakre. While addressing the media in Goa, where the rebel MLAs have been camping last, Kesarkar said that the rebels are still part of the party and want the Shiv Sena to form an alliance with the BJP. On Wednesday, Thakre resigned from the post of state chief minister. Following Thakre's resignation, the MVA coalition cancelled the special assembly session it had called for to prove its majority today. Shinde came back to Mumbai to meet with Fadnavis and discuss the formation of the government. According to Times of India, a meeting of the BJP core committee took place today at the residence of Fadnavis. The meeting was reportedly held to deliberate on the party's strategy for the future course of action. Top party leaders including C.T. Ravi, Chandrakant Patil, Girish Mahajan, and Praveen Darekar were present at the meeting. Eknath Shinde had also held a meeting this morning with the rebel group to discuss their next move. Listeners, it seems that at the heart of the political turmoil in Maharashtra are ideological and political differences. Shinde's faction has raised the issue of Hindutva several times, asking Uddhav if it's still a priority for Shiv Sena. Giving insights into the thinking of the party and the Thakre family is Samna, the Shiv Sena's mouthpiece. The newspaper serves as an ever-updating first draft of the history of the party's evolution, from its roots as an ethno-chauvinistic movement to the calibration in recent years towards the middle ground in the increasingly sectarian polity. To know how the party's rise is linked to the daily, read my colleague Tanishka Sodhi's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Violent to Woke, How Samna Tax Shiv Sena's Turbulent Journey. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. A protest march against the killing of a tailor in Udaipur today, turned violent for a brief period as protesters pelted stones, NDTV reported. Riots police had to move in to control the situation. On 28th of June, Kanhaiya Lal was killed by two men who entered his shop posing as customers. Shortly after, they attacked the tailor with a cleave and killed him. The two assailants had filmed the attack and uploaded it on social media. In the video, they allegedly threatened Prime Minister Narendra Modi and former BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma. Last month, Sharma sparked outrage after she allegedly insulted Prophet Muhammad during a TV debate. According to NDTV, at least a thousand people from Hindu organizations held saffron flags and demanded justice. The tensions peaked when the procession reached the area where the killing had taken place. 
While speaking to NDTV, a senior police official said that the situation was under control. Apart from this, officials also said that the procession was peaceful for the most part and the protesters had permission from the district administration to hold it. On Tuesday, police had nabbed the two men identified as Riyaz Akhtari and Gauz Mohammed. The investigation was handed over to the National Investigation Agency yesterday. The two men are reportedly associated with the Pakistani group called Dawat e Islami. Rajasthan Police Chief M.L. Lathar has said that investigators are treating the murder as an act of terror. Meanwhile, State Chief Minister Ashok Gehlot met the family of Kanaya Lal today, Hindustan Times reported. Following an all-party meeting on Wednesday, the Chief Minister has announced a compensation of 50 lakh rupees to the Taylor's family and jobs for his children. The active COVID cases in the country crossed the 1 lakh mark today as India continues to witness a surge in infections. The country recorded 18,819 new coronavirus cases and 39 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total number of COVID cases in the country stands at over 4 crore 34 lakhs. The active cases stand at 1,4,555 and comprise 0.21% of the total infections. The death toll has crossed 5,25,000. The recovery rate is at 98.58%. So far, India has administered 197 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 91.4 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Kerala police have ordered all district police chiefs to ensure implementation of the state government's mask mandate in public spaces. The central government has also directed state governments and union territories to screen 2% of international passengers with RT-PCR tests. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 543 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.3 million, according to the World Health Organization. Prime Minister Narendra Modi said today that the central government is ready to make necessary policy changes to encourage small business owners as they play a key role in the government's Atmanirbhar Bharat initiative. Modi gave this assurance to the micro, small and medium enterprises sector while addressing the Udyami Bharat program, which was held in Vigyan Bhavan in New Delhi. During the program, the Prime Minister launched the 6,000 crore rupees raising and accelerating MSME performance scheme. He also said that a global tender will not be undertaken by the government for orders up to 200 crore rupees. Additionally, he said, more than 500 crore rupees have been digitally transferred to 18,000 MSMEs, Mint reported. The Prime Minister said that MSMEs are a huge pillar of India's growth journey. He urged small entrepreneurs to register on the GEM portal for supplying goods to the government, news agencies reported. The Prime Minister said that the government has increased the budget by more than 650% in the last eight years to strengthen the MSME sector. He added that the turnover of Khadi and village industries has crossed 1 lakh crore rupees for the first time and that in the last eight years, Khadi sales have increased four times. The Income Tax Department conducted searches in at least seven locations today in Chhattisgarh. Two of the places are linked to Deputy Secretary in the Chief Minister's office, Soumya Chaurasya, Hindustan Times reported. The other locations are linked to businessman Surya Kantiwari, who is allegedly close with politicians and bureaucrats. Chaurasya joined Chief Minister Bhupesh Bhagel's office in 2018. This is not the first time that the Income Tax Department is conducting raids on her. The department had searched Chaurasya's home in Bhilai in 2020. At the time, 
Bagheel had written a letter to Prime Minister Narendra Modi saying that the searches were politically motivated. Later, the Finance Ministry had said in a statement that raids were carried out on credible inputs suggesting the generation of huge unaccounted cash. According to Hindustan Times, it is not clear whether the new raids are connected to the 2021s. Israeli lawmakers voted to dissolve the parliament today. The country will now go to polls in November for the fifth time in four years, the New York Times reported. According to AP, the country's foreign minister, Yair Lapid, will be the caretaker prime minister in the meantime. He will be taking over from Naftali Bennett, who is reportedly the shortest-serving prime minister in the country. The current government has collapsed just over a year after it was formed. After days of bickering between the coalition and opposition leaders regarding the date of new elections, the motion to dissolve was passed with 92 lawmakers in favour and none opposing. Polls have suggested that former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's party may struggle to form a majority coalition, New York Times reported. Israel has witnessed several snap elections in the past few years as the electorate has remained divided between supporters and critics of Netanyahu. This has prevented him and his opposition from forming a stable government in the country. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.